everyone from me, Brent Graham. It's Thursday night, nine o'clock. Time for the handicap rugby chat that matters. I can tell you came pretty close to not doing the show tonight. Gave it a lot of thought. This English uh, premiership rugby. We don't normally talk about that. But, of course, only the one URC game, Bulls against the Lions. We're going to catch up on the, that in just a moment. Let me see if I'm on the screen there. Just waiting for uh, Brenda to come in. He's having a little bit of technical problems coming through, but he should be coming on fairly shortly. And here he comes. I'll let him into the studio. <laughs> and, Brendan, you're on. How are you, mate? I, I'm on, Brent. Yeah, how's it? You can hear me okay? I can hear you fine. You're, the camera's not working, but I, I don't think that – in fact, if anything, I think the ratings might increase. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Well, I just done my hair, <laughs> blow dried it, took the curlers out. <laughs> it was looking great. Um, yeah, yeah, for some reason, it's not picking up my camera for some reason. Uh, first Very time. Ever. Are you on a different device or anything? Um, no, not at all. Usual? Not at all, sadly. But um, good. As long as you can hear me. Yeah, I can, can hear you. you know, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And uh, just tell me, punting last week, how did it go for you? Uh, gosh, honestly, uh, the Champions Cup's been pretty hard. Um, I struggled. Yeah, overall, it's been a bit of a loss. Uh, um, not a massive loss. Uh, probably could have been worse at times. But um, I actually managed to have a little bit of discipline. And, and when the sort of form turned, uh, sort of midway through um, uh, two weeks ago, that the, the first week of the two weeks, um, I, uh, yeah, I sort of buttoned up. And decided to take right. it easy from there, which actually was a good call because it saved me. But um, yeah, some I wouldn't say really strange results, but disappointments from a few sides. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was tough going. I thought, yeah, tough going. <clears throat> All right. Well, let me see. Maybe I'll have to make myself a bit bigger here. Oh no, that's solo layout. <laughs> I won't do that. But we're going to get into the games now. Um, mm. So, Brendan, just I was just saying just before you came on, we don't have a lot to talk about tonight, so it should be quite a, a quick show. We've got the one URC game, and of course, we'll run through the Premiership because I know you follow the Premiership quite closely. Um, mm. Personally, I won't have too much to contribute there, but let's start off in the URC, Brendan, where we've got the Bulls minus 15 and a half points against the Lions, and a total points line here of 57.5. What are your initial thoughts on this one? Um. Yeah, uh, weather-wise, I, I presume things look okay. I didn't manage to have a look yeah, at. Yeah, I think so. I haven't really had a good look at the forecast, but but generally speaking, and I mean, I must say, Loftus. If I have to compare, you know, Loftus to Ellis Park, like the, the the ground. I mean, a couple of years ago, it was totally the opposite, but the ground seems to hold up very well to the rain at the moment. Whereas, like Ellis Park, for example, I've noticed that the ground seems to be churning up a bit. So I think we can we can probably anticipate good good conditions for this Bulls game. Yeah, um, yeah, but that in mind, oh, the handicap looks about right, I'd say. Um, if anything, you know, I might just look at leaning on the unders there, possibly on uh, on the total points. Um, lines were a little bit disappointing. Uh, was it last week? Um, yeah, so was it at Ospreys? I think they played, eh? Yeah, against Ospreys, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, they, I mean, they blew a healthy lead there. They did, and they're not a bad side, Ospreys. But you know, you would have expected the Lions, especially after the, you know they, they've enjoyed a decent season um, and they played some good games. Uh, the week, uh, the, the Montpellier game, um, yeah, they were in that game. You know, for, for, for a lot of it, um, uh, I watched the entire game actually. Um, uh, that was in the Challenge Cup. But then last week, yeah, I came back to Joburg, and yeah, I lost quite convincingly in the end to the Lions. Uh, sorry, to the Ospreys. So yeah, a little bit disappointing, I think. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd probably be looking at sort of a, a total points play in this game. Um, the handicap just looks a little bit too dangerous. I mean, 
yeah, no real interest in the handicap. Uh, maybe just hoping that you know the Lions might battle to 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 add a few points to the fixture. So maybe under fifty seven and a half might be my initial sort of go to, and then just take it from there. Yeah, I'll have a good look at this one still. I mean, I must say I bought fifteen and a half. I was probably looking more, I think, around about 12 and a half. I can't remember where I capped it now. But I thought the cap's starting to get a bit high. But at the same time, I don't feel I can back the Lions with any confidence after the way they, they capitulated last week. I do think as well that the Bulls are playing good rugby. So if anything, yeah, I'm probably I'm probably going to be uh, waiting in on this one and, and possibly leaning points. Although, you know me, I'll probably lean overs <laughs> rather than unders. So we might be in different camps. We might be. Yeah, no, indeed. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not, a, it's not a game I'll probably get too excited on, I'd say, you know, betting-wise anyway. <clears throat> right. Well, let's go into the uh, first of the Gallagher Premiership matches. We've got the Harlequins, minus four and a half against Leicester at home. And we've got a points line here, Brendan, of 49.5. And when I see anything under 15 Harlequins games, I normally get quite excited for the points. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Um, you know, it's a Friday night game. Um, I'm just trying to actually figure this out. Are they, are they playing at Twickenham or are they playing at the Stoop? Not that it will really make much of a difference. Um, I've got a feeling they might be playing at Twickenham. So, you know, it'll be a massive crowd. Um, and an old... Uh, do you know, Brent? If um, No, I was just looking. I've got the referees in that, yeah, but I actually don't have the, the ground. The so ground, yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I see. I'll so, oh, playing at the stoop. Be... We've got Harry. Harry has come in saying playing at the stoop. Oh, okay, excellent. Thanks, Harry. Yeah, great. Okay, so playing at Stoop, yeah, so even more so. Uh, Friday night game, um, I've been very impressed by Harlequins. Uh, it would have been really nice to see Marcus Smith and Andre Pollard. I don't know if both are in the starting lineup. Um, there will be a couple of players missing due to sort of England call-ups and maybe a little bit of a resting schedule as well. Uh, Leicester have been quite disappointing, I thought. Um Definitely missing the Dupria guys, uh, the the twins. I think they're missing a little bit of grunt. Um, very disappointing, I thought, in the Champions Cup, um, and quite sort of toothless against uh, Leinster last week. Although it is Leinster, um, and Leinster played really, really well um, last week when when they beat Leicester at home. It's a bit of a tongue tie that <laughs> the Leicester and Leinster all at once. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Leicester have the potential. Um, you know, they're, they're still good, well-drilled at set-piece. But I just think they're missing that that sort of attacking, uh, sort of a sharp attacking sort of strategy at the moment. Um, if Quinns don't have Marcus Smith, yeah, that could put them back, put them back a little bit because they have been terrific this season, I thought. Um, they've been a lot more ruthless um, than they have in the past, especially uh, previous seasons where... They've been scoring and free-flowing a lot of points um, either side. So they'll tend to score one or two, and then they'll sort of concede one. And, you know, they never won by big margins, but they're a lot more ruthless this time around. Uh, Weather-wise, should be good. Um, it'll be not as cold as it has been. Um, these forecasts may possibly a few showers early morning. Um, it's an artificial pitch, so it shouldn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm confident on the Quinns minus. Because um, it could be a little bit dangerous missing a few players. Um, and I'd like to see who those players are. But my initial thoughts were Quinn's on the minus. From what I've seen so far this season, Leicester just look a little bit vulnerable. It's a Friday night game. Uh, yeah, it's the only game on telly. Um, so, you, you, you know, they, they're going to put in a big performance. But from what I've seen, I just have to go with Quinn's. 
just from just from what I've seen. That would be only thing. Leaning overs there, but I'm not. I'm, as I say, not overly confident on my Gallagher Premiership. Here we got a big handicap, Brendan Saints minus eighteen and a half against the Falcons. I know the Falcons, I believe, are bottom of the table. I see they did get a win in the Challenge Cup the other day against Perpignan, I think it was. But here we got the Saints at home, minus eighteen and a half. They've been playing very well in the Champions Cup, and a points line of fifty-six point five. Yeah, uh, Brent. Yeah. So what's quite nice uh, on Saturday? Got three games. A little bit staggered. Uh, the kickoff times. Um, sort of there's there's one hour between Northampton and the Bristol kickoff, and then uh, there's sort of a later game, Saris and Exeter. So at least you know we'll it is spread out a little bit for us to to at least enjoy um, a couple of individual individual games. Uh, the Saints, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, unbeaten in the Champions Cup, I think, um, and looking like a real force. A lot of consistency. Um, and they're doing things right all over the field. Really, really good to see and and, and uh, nice to watch. Um, against the Falcons, yeah, Falcons, whew, extremely poor at the moment. Um, I've I've given them the benefit of the doubt once or twice, going with them on a couple of larger caps, uh, sort of one one loss one. Um, and like you say, they they had a, a moral victory or and as well as sort of a. A good confidence boost before the game by beating uh, Perpignan um, away from home in the Challenge Cup. But once again, you know, French side, they probably just weren't interested in the Challenge Cup, especially a team like Perpignan, who tend to struggle. So, um, yeah, uh, confidence boost for them going off to uh, Franklin Gardens. Um, I think, is it Sarah Cox? Is it the female? Uh, the old woman ref. Um, she's actually quite good. She's she tends to ref. Yeah, and um, she's all right. She tends to um, let the game flow. Uh, so I imagine some points here. Um, points line, Brent. Would that be around the fifty-two and a half or thereabouts? Fifty-six and a half. That's high. Oh, okay. Fifty-six so and a half. High yeah, that is quite high already. I mean, I'd say it's got to be quite close to that. Um, it's not a game that I'd want to go unders in. Uh, Saints are going to be as ruthless as ever, and you expect uh, you know Newcastle to maybe add one or two tries. It's a large cap, eighteen and a half points. Um, it's probably not one that I would dive into either. But from what I've seen already, as well as I'd probably go with Saints. You know, um, I always get a bit nervous taking those large handicaps, um, but I, I think Saints probably deserve it. You know, eighteen and a half point uh, sort of handicap to give up to. To Newcastle, who've been extremely poor. Um, so yeah, Saints for me. Saints for me. Then, Saints on the minus. I say uh, you get nervous mm. with big caps. I get nervous with every bet I place these days. I, <laughs> I tell you, although last week the good for the game Acker hit in our newsletter, and that pretty much saved my weekend. And of wow. course, the best bet last week, by the way, mm. wasn't a rugby bet. It was Drinkers to Proceed to win the UFC. <laughs> and I must admit, I was watching it with Robert um, on the couch and early hours. Well, not early hours of Sunday morning. It was about mm. half past eight by the time the fight was. Oh, finished. was it? Eh? By that time, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite later, but they, it was a split decision, you know. And 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 I must be honest. I mean, I thought Drinkers fought a great fight in that, but I would not have. I, I would have said I thought Strickland probably edged it on points, you know. Um, and I was so happy when when Drickus's hand went up, and we just started cheering uh, that he won it. But I, I felt a bit fortunate to to win that bet, if I must be honest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll move on. We'll, we'll move on now to the next game. Now this is a virtual choice game, Brendan. We got the Bristol Bears mm. plus 0.5, so marginal underdogs against Bath, and a points line here of 47.5. Uh, yeah. Um... 
I'm getting, yeah, uh, it's, I'm, I'm quite confident in this, in this game and, and I, I, how I play this game and um, how it affects my entire weekend is going to be uh, quite crucial on the, in the run-up. So I'm hoping uh, Quinns can, can get up tomorrow night and uh, Saints put away the Falcons, or at least I win one, lose one. So I don't want to go into this game with two losses because it's my best bet of the weekend. And That's I really a hell of a positive attitude, hoping you get to this game all sweat. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, sort of my line of thought, yeah, I really like Bath in this game. Um, again, just uh, have a close look at the team selections once they're announced. Um, see which side uh, potentially could be... Um, minus a few players um I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't really affect either of these sides too much but uh i really like bath on the plus um if you can get pl plus two and a half possibly sort of a slightly uh, shorter price maybe four to five eight to ten or five to six as opposed to the nine to ten sort of mark um i like bath yet yeah, quite strongly they've had a great season um bristol bears uh, yeah they, they've, they've played well in patches um but i do think that they they, they are a little bit more vulnerable than Bath. Um, Bath just seem to have that spring in their step. Um, they're playing really well. They seem a well-coached outfit at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of confidence in the camp. So um, I'm taking Bath here to to pull off a, an away win, uh, which will be quite difficult, I think, this weekend because I think all, you know, out of the five games, um, I think all you know, four out of the five should all go to the home side. Um, and it's just this game itself that I think Bath are, are, are decent enough to win away. And uh, yeah, it'll be a derby game. Um, I think it should be quite tight. I'm not surprised that the points are a little bit lower than, than the rest of them, uh, rest of the games. Um, but Bath on the plus for me, yeah, is, is, is my best bet of the weekend, actually. <clears throat> right, Harry just pointing out Bath of, of the teams might be the hardest hit by the call up. So keep an eye on a close eye on team selections mm -hmm. there. But Brendan, we'll mm. move into the next game. Saracens minus six and a half against Exeter. And uh, I think Saracens last week was Pablo on the forum went over, was it over 37 and a half points, I think, or 38 and a half. And they, they looked dead and buried at halftime. They had five points and they managed to come back to narrowly beat it and, and, and scrape home on the overs there. But they had <laughs> minus six and a half against Exeter. And we've got a points line here of 51.5. Um, yeah. Uh, no issues with weather, it seems. Um, the referee in this game was all Cole Dixon refereeing this one. Um, yes, the referee okay, so Cole Dixon. Dixon. Yeah. Okay. So historically, a bit of an unders ref, um, but uh, in recent years, he's he's moderated somewhat, and he seems to be sort of a, a neutral sort of referee. Um, Exeter started the season extremely well. Uh, a lot of young players, a lot of new faces. They've done well away from home, which is which is good to see. Um, Sari is not quite firing on all cylinders, um, and it, even in the Champions Cup, I mean, they were they were horribly exposed. Um, bear in mind, of course, they had a tough group, but uh, yeah, battling uh, set piece, uh, attacking sort of phase, not as good as perhaps uh, has been in, in other years and other seasons. Um, <sighs> It's hard, it's hard not to look past the Saracens' win, but it's tough to know if they can sort of cover the handicap. Um, my first impression was they probably would, um, but it's more like a more, more of a hopeful kind of thought because they haven't really produced, uh, you know, 
really good performances or really consistent performances. And it will be interesting to see who they lose. I, I presume Farrell will probably still be playing this weekend. Um, and he could get the back line moving. Um, when does he go to rushing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, I, I remember listening. I actually don't know, Brent. Um, I heard them talking about it uh, during last week's match. Um, and I was sort of half dozing away and I, I didn't actually hear the answer. But yeah, he, I, think he'll, I think he'll do quite well at racing. Um, but yeah, no, you'll be a good uh, spot for them, I think. Yeah. He only goes yeah. in July. Harry's pointing out he only goes in July. So, oh, yes, Harry's he will play on the, on the weekend. <laughs> Thanks again, Harry. He's a great source of information tonight. Um, yeah, tough one, Brent. What, what do you think in this game? I, it's it's really a game I'm, I'm battling to. I, I'd like to Look, see Exeter. In the past, I was, always, I was always in the Saracens camp in the past. But also, I mean, I, have, mm. I don't follow the premiership that closely. But from what I've seen of Saracens this season, they're not quite what they were. Um, yeah, this would be a tough one for me. I would I would probably, uh, they got the synthetic pitch, I think. Um, perhaps this would mm. one, perhaps this is a game I would be looking at the overs, Brendan. But, you know, yeah. take it from where it comes. Not a guy who follows the, the premiership very closely. But I do know the yeah. premiership went through a stage of a lot of high-scoring games. Obviously, we're into a stage of the the year where the weather's always not always that great and that. But I, I would say mm. over 51 and a half would be my, my play here. But, uh, yeah, stakes a bit smaller than, than in some of the other games. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there, Brent. Um, if anything, that's what I was thinking as well. Uh, even with Carl Dixon on the on the blower, uh, you know, like I said, the weather should be good. Saracens, they know they've been playing well, um, and I keep thinking, okay, they want to put in a big performance. They want to, you know, put in a big performance. So it's probably an opportunity for them here to do it. Um, but I do expect Exeter to score a few few, few points as well. So yeah, perhaps the overs, the total points, is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Right, let's move on to the last game. And then just to let you know, before we get into the best bets, I just want to have a quick chat of the Six Nations to see what you think. But last game first, Gloucester mm. minus four and a half against Sale. And here we got a points line, uh, 47.5. Yeah. Um, Handicap-wise, Brent, was... Minus four and a half, Gloucester. Minus four and a half, eh? Um, I'm a little bit tentative in this game. Um, Sale have been... Uh, disappointing um sorry and of course this is where i'm thinking about the dupria brothers right uh, with sale um they've had a yes, bit of a soft start to the season <laughs> um yeah um <laughs> and uh yeah they seem to be lacking uh, in a few a few departments here um i think this is a great opportunity for gloucester to to have a good win um sunday afternoon afternoon kickoff weather is fine um the four and a half has me scratching my head a little bit. Um, I'd probably be a little bit more comfortable taking the minus three and a half. It's sort of uh, at the slightly shorter odds of eight to ten or so. Um, but I think this is a great opportunity for Gloucester. Um, and I, I, I fancy Gloucester to win this. Um, tough game. Um, but Gloucester have been showing a few glimpses lately that, you know, they might be, you know, sort of coming back to sort of their, their peak performances that they can sort of issue. Um, so second best bet of the weekend for me on the handicap anyway um, would be Gloucester on the minus um, against the sale team that seems to be sort of chugging along and um, hasn't quite hit its straps and I think it probably hasn't hit its straps because they, they, they're just not quite good enough they're just not quite there at the moment <clears throat> Johan isn't saying Gloucester 1-12 to 12, so yeah that 1-12 to 12 play always an interesting one Johan is it my imagination while bookies getting 
like almost less and less bookies pricing up the one to twelve, or the one to twelve is getting priced up better because I can always remember that market being freely available, but I've just occasionally looked around for it and haven't seen it quite as often. But Brendan, yeah. let's uh, before we get into the best bets, let's get your thoughts on the Six Nations. We obviously next week we'll start talking Six Nations on the show, but what's your feeling just in terms of the outright here? Who's who's the mm. team to beat? Um, gosh, Brent. Um, uh, first of all, I'm definitely hoping to go to one or two of the, 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 the games at Twickenham. I'm going to have to look, have a good look at the fixture list and see which ones I can go to. Um, so that will be terrific because I've never been to a Six Nations, um, match ever. So it would be highly exciting and, uh, hopefully it'll be a game that's, that's quite a crucial one. Um, you, you know, much depends on how Leinster's playing for the Irish. Um, they've finished the Champions Cup strongly, um, and they've looked very, very good. Um, they managed to beat La Rochelle away. So all things are looking good, that they are probably the team to beat. Um, of course, France are at home against Ireland, and they'll be slight favorites. Um, so that, that, that's going to be a massive game. Obviously, that's going to be a crucial game. And either whichever side you're on, you know, you'll probably see your price either half or double. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight after that game, to whether, whether, you do, whether you go for France or Ireland. Um, I, personally, I, I like Ireland to win the Six Nations this season or the, this, this time around. But as um, a matter of interest, just looking at the betting, France, slight favourites here, it's uh, 12 to 10, 29 to 20, Ireland. Then you go out to six to one England, twelve to one Scotland, twenty-five to one Wales. So yeah. are you leaning leaning towards Ireland. Well, we may have to have oh, yeah. a match bet there. I'm leaning towards the French. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We'll we will have a match bet there for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I like Ireland uh, for the Six Nations, uh, but but for me it's a two-horse race. It really is. I, I can't see anyone else um, picking oh, up the rain. Getting a look in there. Uh, right, Brent, just, let's mm. let's sum up your best bets then. Um, on the rugby mm -hmm. and then if there's anything else i know you follow your horse racing uh yeah. we've got a big favorite for the met this weekend but if anything else that uh, stands out for you on the weekend betting wise give that a mention as well um gosh brent i've had such a tough week of work uh, i haven't really had a good look um at, at other sort of sporting events um i know that oracle has been in fine form on his uh the sa20 and uh, since you mentioned it as well brent i've managed to sort of watch one or two games as well and it's it's been great to watch um so I will be having a little look at the cricket, but um, horse racing wise, yeah, I'm gonna I'll be posting my fancies on on the Good for the Game website um, probably tomorrow night anyway. Um, yeah, like I say, short price favorite and see it again in the Met uh, should be hard to beat. For me, it's one of the weakest kind of Mets I've seen in quite a few years, um, and it's pretty much uh, up to see it again. Um, you know, it's it's his, it's his race to lose. It's a bit of a cliche, um, but I certainly wouldn't be taking the price of sort of 11 or 26 to 10 thereabouts that he is currently. He should win it, but um, yeah, I might add a couple of horses in that race and, and, and look to beat him perhaps. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, um, there's not much else. I, I'm, I, I still haven't watched the highlights of the Drickers fight, um, which I think is, well, what I really enjoyed is sort of the passion this bloke seems to have. Um, it's almost like you just can't, you just can't help yourself from liking the guy, you know, even if you were a neutral or whatever you might have been, you know, you might have backed Strickland, but, you know, just the way the Drickus reacted after the fight and all that kind of thing, he seems to be a sort of a real catch. And I think, is it World Sports Betting who's his uh, 
I think he's yeah, they World Sports betting uh, sponsor yeah, him. Yeah, but the, I think yeah. they backed them. Yeah, they backed themselves a real winner on that one. You know, I think they did. Yeah, I mean that's a right, right. But I mean, he's a household name now, isn't he? I mean, absolutely amazing. And no, no, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> what a terrific bloke it seems. But you know, I love all the jokes going around. You know, he might be number one in the world, but at Boxburg, he's still like number six or seven or eight or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I, and I wouldn't argue with any of those any of those jokes either. I must say, but, no, um, <laughs> but and, and don't forget your rugby best bets, Brendan. What are your yeah, best bets? Yeah, right? So, um, yeah, tentatively, uh, uh, I just want to have a final look at team selections. But I really like Bath. Um, I do like Harry's suggestion as well with the Gloucester one to twelve. Um, I'll be looking for the minus three and a half. Um, it would be surprising if they managed to beat uh, Sale by more than sort of uh, 13 or more. So 1 to 12 does look like a, a decent enough bet, that's for sure. Um, so that would be my 1 2. Um, points wise, um, yeah, the, the Bulls under 57 and a half. Yeah, I might look for something a little bit more, sort of 58, if I can squeeze squeeze that out possibly. I might have a little small bet on the, on the unders with the Bulls and the Lions. But for me at this stage, yeah, Bath, the only away sort of team to win this weekend. Um, and then uh, Gloucester on the minus, backed up possibly by that 1 to 12 as well. That, 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 looks, that looks decent. Yeah, nice suggestion. All right. Well, I do have a link to the Good for the Game newsletter down below. I must say, to be honest, I'm going away for the weekend. Actually, we're going to uh, Dikalolo. <laughs> not not the traditional big family getaway, just the, the smaller family getaway this time. But um, I'm not 100% sure I'm going to send a newsletter just because of for me it's not the most exciting rugby this weekend. So I'm, I might give it a miss, but I will, might get inspired and and send one out. So if you're not subscribed yet, you can go down below and hit the link to subscribe to the newsletter. But Brendan, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks very much for for coming on. Not sure why the camera didn't didn't work, and hopefully we can see your handsome mug next time. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Yeah, no, enjoy the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. We, we can look, looking forward to it. Yeah, and enjoy and, the match uh, as well. You can tune in for that. Yeah. And to the guys in the live chat, in particular, Harry and Johan, who uh, contributed. It's a bit of a, a, a smaller show today because, of course, uh, not a lot of URC action or Champions Cup action. But next week, we're going to go big. We're heading into Six Nations. Really, really looking forward to that. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, and that. thanks to Brendan. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll chat soon. And we'll see you all next week for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>